This is 5-Minute Friday, a time to help you focus on positivity, intentionality, thoughtfulness, and growth. And now, Dr. Glenn Krieger. Good morning, everybody. It's Dr. Glenn Krieger here with your 5-Minute Friday. Now, before I jump into today's topic, I want to remind you that if you're listening to this on Friday morning, December 10th, you have the opportunity to sign up for Dr. Jeff Okeson, TMD world expert, teaching a four and a half to five hour online CE course on how to diagnose TMD, understanding joint anatomy, understanding everything that goes along with that, so that Monday morning, patient comes in with a clicking or popping joint or pain, or in the middle of treatment, describing pain, you can understand whether or not this is something you should worry about or something you should refer out. Should you treat or should you not treat? So just go to orthopreneurs.com, go to Orthopreneurs University. You'll be able to see where to log in and do it. But here's the thing. If you don't sign up for it by the time it starts at, I think, 9 o'clock Central Standard Time, you do not get a chance to sign up. We have no permission from Dr. Okison to allow this course beyond uh, today. But if you do sign up, you do get 60 days to watch it. I know it sounds weird, but we are not allowed to sell the course after it starts. So go to orthopreneurs.com, go to Orthopreneurs University, sign up for this course right now. Now, one of the things I want to talk about today is a conversation we had in Orthopreneurs University about a week ago. And I love my fellow orthodontists. I really do. I mean, we get together, we hug, we chat, and I really do truly love my fellow orthodontists. And I want to see what's best for you. And one of those things that sort of, you know, chaps my rear end, if you will, is when I see somebody stand up and go, hey, I'm 33. I just paid off all my student loans. Yay. And everybody applauds and there's a big party and we're all excited. And I sit there and go, why in God's name did you just do that? Especially where we are right now in the economy. And I want to dive into a little more detail about why not just student loans, but any loan, you should think twice. I I wanna put a disclaimer out there. I am not a financial advisor. I am not a CPA. Um, My job is not to give you financial advice, specific financial advice, but I wanna share with you thoughts that might be good to take to your financial advisor and discuss this with, because this is what I was taught uh, years ago and I wanna pass it along to you. So. Let's take a look at finances, okay? Let's assume that you have a $300,000 student loan. And believe it or not, at this day and age, getting a 2% payoff is not unbelievable. Um, It's possible. But let's just say you got a 2.5% loan. Now, all of this I found out at bankrate.com. Let's assume you paid a little more than you should and you got a 2.5% loan. That way nobody can say, I can't get a loan that low. But let's say you're gonna take 10 years to pay off that loan at 2.5%. That's gonna be a monthly payment of $2,828, so $2,828 a month. Now, if you wanna accelerate that and say, well, I wanna get debt free, I wanna be done in, in five years instead of 10 years, your rate goes up to 53.24 a month. So you went from 28.28 to 53.24 a month. So you're paying off an additional $2,500 a month so that you can have the peace of mind to say, I'm debt free 
Now, I just want you to consider this for a second. Let's use actual numbers. And there's a couple of things you need to know here, okay? Let's assume instead of taking that $2,500 extra and paying off your payments at, you know, 2.5% interest rate that you've got, again, now using moneychimp.com's compound interest calculator, starting with no money and adding an extra $30,000 a year, that's $2,500 a month that you're paying extra for 12 months a year, you allow it 20 years to grow. Right. I'm not going to go 20. Well, let's assume you're 30 years old, 35. You're 30 years old when you start paying it down and you want to retire at 55, which nobody would argue is unreasonable. Right. That's neither too young or too old. I'm 54. So let's not get into this. But let's just say you want to retire when you're 55. So you're at age 30. You know, you graduate residency at 28, let's call it. And uh, you're making a good living and you figure I'm, I'm single or I don't have kids yet and I want to start paying money off. So you're putting $2,500 a month extra into paying off your loans at 2.5% so that, you know, you can save five years. But let's just say you put that $2,500 a month into a, uh, an account that got you just 6% a year. Now, there is nobody on the planet out there who will say that getting 6% a year over 25 years annualized is a ridiculous. People would say, if I got that little, I would kill the person investing my money. But let's just assume that that's the case. That extra $2,500 a month you paid to pay down your $300,000 loan, right? Remember, your whole loan is $300,000 and you're trying to accelerate it. So to pay off your $300,000 loan early, you gave up in 25 years, if you'd invested that money aside, right, you can't argue you don't have that money because you're paying off your loan. So just put it into a retirement account of some sort at 25 years at age 55. How much money will you have if you put $2,500 a month aside um, for, for well, if we did it for 25 years, right, just continue putting $2,500 aside, you would have $1.75 million dollars. Now, now, that's crazy, right? So let's change the model here. I've got the model right in front of me. Let's assume that instead of you putting 2,500 a month forward for the next 25 years, instead, you took the $2,500 a month for the five years you would have paid off. That's 60 months, right? So what is that? $150,000, right? $30,000 a year for five years is $150,000. And let's assume you put no more money into it and you let it grow for 25 years at 6%, how much money you got? $643,780. $643,000. That's $150,000 that you're putting aside at age. It's hard to do it this way because I, I, I could have, you know, I can't stop it with this tool of when we're done adding. But let's just assume your $150,000 over, over those four or five years that you pay it down, um, allows you the opportunity to have $643,000 when you retire. Now, that's at 6%. It's a little low. I wouldn't be really happy with that. And I think most would say that 8% is just fine. So if it went to 8% and you had $150,000 put aside for 25 years, you'll have $1,027,000 in 25 years. If you, if you put that $150,000 aside at a 10% interest rate, which again, nobody would say is crazy, especially if you've got somebody good helping you with your investments, you'll have $1.625 million. So think about that. 
you could at age 30 pay down your your income, your loan, your $300,000 loan. You could pay that down five years earlier with a 2.5% interest rate and, and say, good, now I'm 35 years old. I'm going to start putting money aside for retirement. Or you could instead put in that $2,500 a month into an account, and in five years, you'll have $150,000. And 25 years later, when you're 60 years old, you'll have $1.6 million just because you chose to put that money in there instead of pay down your loan. Now, that's one thing, right? That's, that's like a lot of money, $1.6 million later on down the road that you paid off at a $300,000 loan for. And, and let's, just, let's just argue and say that it's not 25 years, it's 20 years at 10%. That's still a little over a million dollars. And let's just say it's 20 years at 8%. It's still $700,000. So paying off your loan early, paying off the extra $150,000, is that worth at a bare minimum $700,000 when you're 55? Probably not. And it's a little higher because I just took the $150,000 at the end of the five years and then started the growth. But realistically, from the day you're putting in your your, your uh, $2,500 um, for five years, I'll tell you what that number would be because you'll have $30,000 a year that you're putting in, your annual addition, you're giving it five years to grow, right? And your interest rate is 8%, you'll have $190,000. So again, um, you can add that 190 to your other money and know that at 35, if you put this money aside, you're going to have 700,000 bare minimum when this all comes to and yeah you'll pay taxes on it but nonetheless uh if, and that's if you don't put it into a retirement account now let's talk about the other thing right now interest all right right now inflation sorry not interest inflation at this stage of the game uh is 6.2% annualized from October 20th to October 21st that's from the Brookings Brookings Institute um very well respected annualized to 6.2. Now we printed a lot of money. We know inflation is about to go through the ceiling. That means that a dollar you have today is worth less than a dollar a year from now if inflation continues. So the money you're borrowing today at $300,000, when you pay it back over the next three, four, five years, the closer you pay it off to today, assuming there's no deflationary uh, thing that occurs, which would be very unusual, but assuming there's no major deflation, which would be horrible for all of us, every single year you let go by because you have simple interest on that loan, not compound, meaning your loan doesn't grow on the amount in the loan, growing on the amount of the loan. Uh, that would be a little bit loan sharky. Uh, whereas your investment money, right? You have $10, you get 10%. Now you get $1.10. Next year you get 10%, you got $1.11. Next year you get, right? That's the way it works. Your loans that you pay off are simple interest. It's already been calculated. You know what your loan uh, payments are. So you're using dollars that are worth a dollar today. The further out you get from today, the less valuable that dollar is. So the hope is in 10 years, let's just say, that dollar is worth a whole lot less than the dollar is today. Think about it. Um, if you wanted to buy something for a dollar 10 years ago in 2011, what is that item's value dollar-wise today? It costs a lot more, right? Inflation devalues the dollar. So you're taking today's dollar, you're paying $2 today, equivalent $2, that five, seven, eight years from now, you know, if you're doubling your payment, right, for, you're paying $2 instead of $1 towards your loan today. So you're paying $2 value. The dollar you're going to pay, uh, the second dollar, 
down the road could be worth 75 cents, right? You just made 25 cents on your dollar, if that makes sense to you. Why would you pay off? Now, interest rates are 8%, 9%, 10% for your interest. Okay, that's a different story. But we are actually seeing interest rates for homes. I know somebody who's got a jumbo loan, jumbo loan for 2.6% fixed. 2.6% fixed jumbo loan. Okay, that's incredible. If your loan rate is lower than inflation, that means that the dollars you're using to pay this off are being reduced at a rate faster than the dollar being needed to pay off the loan. Now, if your interest rate is at 10% or 8%, my first ortho student loans were at 7.8%. And if inflation is only at you know, 3, 4, 5%, that's not the case. My dollars, uh, my loan is still bigger than my dollars is still being worth more than my rate is growing. But again, if your interest rate is at 2.5% and inflation's at 6%, in my opinion, in my opinion, and it's worth what you paid for it, zero, it is foolish to do that. And the peace of mind you'll get saying, well, I'm debt free. Well, wouldn't having $700,000 for no additional cost wouldn't that make you feel a whole lot better? Wouldn't it be peace of mind knowing that at 35 years of age, if you could put 10, 10% per year for the next 25 years, you've already got $1.6 million sitting in a bank account somewhere? Now, again, everybody has to do what's comfortable for them. And there are people, and I respect this, who say, I don't care about the numbers. I don't care. I don't care if I'm giving up hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars or millions of dollars. It gives me better peace of mind, and that's worth it to me. Okay, great. There's no problem there. But always use the numbers to at least guide you for informed consent. If somebody says, I know my jaw pops and clicks. I know I've limited opening. I know I'm in a lot of pain, but I don't want surgery, even though I know what's going to happen down the road. Great. You made an informed decision. If you can't eat, if you can't chew, if your jaw's hurting you, you at least accepted that risk because you knew what was going to happen. And if you know you're giving up huge sums of money down the road to pay off your student loans and it gives you peace of mind and you know you're giving up a lot of money, that's fine. That's your choice. But I don't want anybody out there to go, you know, it's a better choice for me to pay off my student loans by dollar by dollar looking at the at – the, it's not true. And I just wanted to be clear with you because I love all of you. Um, speak to your financial advisors about this. Um, post in this in, in, in Orthopreneurs what you've learned. If they contradict my information, I would love to learn. But where I come from, you know, 6% inflationary rates uh, versus 2% interest rates is a time that many people, and I'm not one of them, actually borrow money to go invest because everything lines up well for them and compound interest is their friend. I would not do that, but I'm just telling you what others might do. So we're in historic times right now. Uh, to see interest rates where they are and inflation where it is. And uh, just much love to each and every one of you. And if you need anything, always reach out to me, okay? Have a wonderful day and take care.